We're so glad that you're here. In our devotion today, we'll be focusing on how we have been uniquely made for a special relationship. We make our beginning in the name of the triune God, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Amen. We continue with the singing of hymn 246, verses 1-3. The text for our devotion this morning is taken from Isaiah chapter 43, verse 1. But now this is what the Lord says. The Lord who created you, O Jacob. The Lord who formed you, O Israel. Do not be afraid, because I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. And we pray. These are your words, Heavenly Father. Sanctify us by the truth. Your word is truth. 
Amen. You may be seated. I'm guessing like a lot of you, when I travel in the car, I like to listen to the radio. Among a couple of different stations that I like to listen to for the past few months, I guess I would say I've been on a bit of a country music kick. What I've noticed over the summer is that there has been a particular sweet love song that has regular, regularly been coming up on the playlist. The song is entitled, Made For You by Jake Owen. You know, I've heard it so many times now that I think I actually know the words to many of the verses. I've even been reflecting on what the message is that Jake is conveying in the song. In it, Jake points out verse by verse analogies of various things in life that seem to naturally go together. And specifically, he talks about a special relationship in his life, first with his girlfriend, and now who's become his wife. In the song, he notes things like this. How water towers seem to go perfectly for graffiti with hearts and names. How Friday nights seem to go just right for high school football games. And how front porch steps seem perfect for goodnight kisses. In the later stanzas, some of Jake's more adult-like analogies go like this. How two pink lines, like seen on an ultrasound, are made for I gotta grow up. How tiny shoes are made for tiny feet. How his two arms were made for where his wife sleeps. How she was made to steal his heart, and he was made for her. Oh, what a cute, catchy song, huh? If you haven't heard it, you know, I suggest you Google it. It's worth a listen. It also comes with a really sentimental music video that helps to tug at the heart and helps one visualize, you know, an expression that was once said by that famous philosopher, Forrest Gump, who once said about his special relationship with his Jenny, a relationship he described as fitting together perfectly like peas and carrots. Those kinds of relationships in life are a special gift from God. We all need good friends. We need people in our lives who care about us. We're uniquely designed to be social creatures. That's the way that God planned us and created us from the very beginning when he said in the Garden of Eden that Adam should not be alone, but should have a partner. And so he made for him Eve. But you know what? On a grander, a spiritual, and much more significant scale, the words of our text this morning tell us most importantly that we've been uniquely designed by God for a much more important and eternal relationship. We've been designed for a relationship with God. Our text tells us we're uniquely created by him and redeemed for a life forever with him. Now the significance of our text in the first verse of chapter 43 actually goes back to the previous chapter in Isaiah chapter 42. 
In that chapter 42 at the end, Isaiah aims a message at God's people, Jacob's descendants, the people of Israel. These are people who were exiled into Babylon after the destruction of the temple in Jerusalem. In strong, clear words, Isaiah tells them that because of their sin, they're spiritually lost, they're deaf to God's voice, and they're stubbornly blind to the things of God. That was for them. What about for us? Paul tells us in Romans chapter 11 that we believers belong to God and have been grafted with these people of Israel, these chosen people. So Isaiah is talking about us also and about our human sinful condition. Isaiah's words in that previous chapter are meant to convict us. They make us see ourselves as we really are, sinful. We miss the mark of what God demands of us. We need to know that we are spiritually lost. We need to understand that we are deaf to hear God's voice and that by nature we are blind to God and the work of his son Jesus. So just when we realize our relationship with God is broken in chapter 42, comes the words of our text in verse 1 of chapter 43. These words bring us the sweet comfort of the gospel, God's message of undeserved love for us. Knowing our human condition helps us understand how he uniquely planned for the care of our souls and what we most need, eternal life with him. Isaiah announces in that verse, this is what the Lord says. These words are meant to stir our hearts with anticipation. Isaiah is saying, here's a message from the Lord. Listen, see what our God has for us. And what's that message? Do not be afraid. If what we fear is punishment for breaking God's commands, God says, don't be afraid. If what we fear is a life of insignificance, God says, fear not. If what we fear is the hell that we deserve by nature, God says, do not fear. Why not? Isaiah says it's because God has redeemed you. This was completed personally for all people. God says he's rescued us, he's saved us, he reclaimed us, he bought us, he made us free by sending his son to live perfectly in our place and to suffer the punishment of death that we deserve for our sins. That's why. God's son Jesus paid the price for our sins. When the Holy Spirit works then faith in our hearts to trust in Christ and believe this message, then you and I benefit also from this wonderful redemption of Christ. And the result is that now our text tells us that God has called us by name. What a comfort. All who believe in what Jesus did to live in our place and to die the death we deserved he now calls us personally by name. And what is that name that he calls us? 
he says to each, you are mine. We're his. God says, you belong to me. More sacred than even a marriage vow. This is forever and is the ultimate promise from God. And in God we have this seal. In our baptisms, God put his name on us and labeled us forever as his own dear children. It's true. You and I have been uniquely created by God and through Jesus, God's Son, have been made for him. Because of that relationship, we have something eternally special. We have life forever with our Heavenly Father. This is the truest and best comfort in life that there is. And at Bethany, this good news is so important to our faith that we refer to it in the same way that Jesus did to the sisters Mary and Martha, who lived in the town of Bethany, where he called it the one thing needful. My dear colleagues and young friends, despite living in a messed up world, may we this year and always find comfort in knowing that we already have the one relationship that really counts. We have a relationship with our loving Heavenly Father. He has called each of us by name. You, he says, are mine. Let's close the prayer. Please rise. In our prayers this, prayer this morning, we include a special request. David Cloxeem, husband of Professor T uh, Tiffany Young Cloxeem, was admitted to the hospital in Wasika for COVID. We would like to keep him in our prayers, and I'll include that. We pray. Thank you, Lord, how blessed we are. We praise you for creating us to be your own. And despite our sinfulness against you, you restored our relationship through the gift of your son, Jesus, that through his work on our behalf, you have made us yours and have given us forgiveness of sins and sure hope of eternal life with you in heaven. We thank you for creating saving faith in our hearts to believe in your Son through the work of your Holy Spirit. Continue to hold us up in our weaknesses and help us to remain true to you and your word. We ask that you would use each of us, sinful as we are, as your instruments to proclaim that good news message of your Son and to live in the joy of that message each day. For Jesus' sake, bless each of us and our families the mission of our churches and Christian schools, of Bethany Lutheran College, our students, and those who serve them. Lord, we also come before you on behalf of your servant David. Grant wisdom and ability to those who now provide him with medical care. If it is your will, give him a safe and speedy recovery. Comfort his family with the knowledge that you have all things in your hands, and will work them for the eternal good of your children. We pray this all in the name of Christ, our Savior. Amen. We continue with the final two verses of hymn 246.
Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with his favor and give you his peace.